0: Welcome everybody! Welcome back to our podcast. Welcome back to part two of urban legends that we may or may not. But then part one and part two back to back. Who knows? No, we're not recording this at the same time. Oh man, we're no. gonna be tired, but no. it's okay. well As we stated, this is part two of, of our urban podcast. Legends.
1: Oh, we didn't introduce ourselves, did we?
0: No, we did not. We didn't Shit. do the
1: last episode. Shit.
0: Damn it, we gotta get better at that.
1: We've been doing good, we've been doing good.
0: Yeah, we have. This is
1: the Hecate's Doorway Podcast. Mm-hmm. My name is Brandon.
0: My name is Gabriel. Yeah, you know. uh-huh. now they
1: all know. All right, so, where we last left off, we touched on Cropsy, who we might be doing a full episode Real on. quick, I got what? a joke for you. Oh, God, what is it?
0: What do a trucker and a porn star have in
1: What do a truck and a porn star trucker. have? Trucker. Trucker and a porn star Fuck, I don't know what
0: they both get paid by the load. <laughs> Since we want a lighthearted, funny ish episode, figured why not throw a joke in there.
1: That's true. Yeah, no, this 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 episode is a nice chill feel good episode. You know, we're getting to some heavier topics later. Might as well have a little fun with these. Alright. Speaking of keeping things lighthearted, let's start this off with the Loveland Frogman. Yay. From Loveland, Ohio. Very odd name for a town.
0: I mean, there's even weirder names.
1: There are a lot of weird names. So the Loveland Frogman is a humanoid frog creature standing around four feet tall. In 1972, Loveland police officer police officer, Roy Shockey claimed to encounter the Frogman.
0: Wait, cla- wait. Roy Shockey? <laughs> Shockey. Someone seriously had that name. Roy Sharky. Shockey. Sharky.
1: Yeah. Roy Sharky. Interesting. It's not not a great name for a police officer.
0: <laughs> Doesn't like you make you uh, feel like you have to respect him. It just, <laughs> I mean, people probably made fun of his name a lot. Probably. Oh, poor guy. Poor Sharky. He probably got poorly along in high school.
1: He claimed it appeared to be three or four feet tall with leathery skin. It was crouched on the side of the road like a frog before standing upright and leaping over the guardrail down to the river. Two weeks later, another officer claimed to have not only seen it, but shot it and placed the body in his
0: car. So he shot it, he had the body, and it was in his car, right? Mm -hmm. What are the pictures? Where is anything? Well, later,
1: he would recant his statement claiming that what he shot was a
0: giant Tailless iguana. Just say you shot someone by mistake. <laughs> or that you're on drugs and you thought, but you didn't.
1: you just shot like a small, small man. He's like, oh shit. No, it was a frog man. I didn't shoot a real guy. Apparently, he showed the tall iguana to a Roy Shockey and Roy claimed that that was also what he saw. Which I go bullshit on. Kinda. But no, no iguana is gonna stand upright and then jump. I mean, like yeah, an iguana could probably jump over the railing, but you're not gonna confuse a fucking iguana with a tall frog, man.
0: Even if they both the same height, yeah, no. What did they see? Drugs.
1: Probably they're probably both
0: high as shit. That's probably what they thought they saw, but really it's probably just a tree or some shit. Well, I mean, better than shooting someone else by accident.
1: Yeah, yeah. Cops never do that. Well, that was Frogman. Yeah, we're not we're not going too deep into any of these, just because a lot of these might actually get their own episode later on, because some of these are really interesting. Yeah. Because like there was actually a couple that I just cut out completely, because I don't want to spoil it at all, because some of these are really cool.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Cropsy is the only one that I kept in that I also want to do an episode on.
0: Yeah.
1: There's a few that are going to be pretty fun. Okay. So the rest of these are just, they're just lighthearted, fun. No, quick, little quick little tidbits little about tidbit. turning your babies into ghoulie monsters.
0: <laughs> Alright, my turn. Yay! Mine is a bandage man from Canyon Beach, Oregon. 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 Oh, no. Oregano. <laughs> Ooh, yummy. <laughs> Spicy. Mm-hmm. Is
1: that an oregano-flavored condom I taste? <laughs> what <the> <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Bringing the taste of italiana
0: downstairs,
1: huh?
0: Here's what I got to deal with on a daily <laughs> basis, because we live together. The Bandage Man is a story that traces back to the six to the 60s. It was probably a cautionary tale to keep teenagers from parking off the road at night. The Bandage Man is a specter of a man wrapped in bandages who attacks people in their cars along the road in Canyon Beach, Oregon. So it's a mummy. <laughs>
1: The money man.
0: The most common story goes as a young couple are in their car parked near Canyon Beach when the car started rocking back and forth. Mm. Mm. They looked out the back window to see a man wrapped in bandages rocking the car. Oh, someone kind of rocking. Stop fucking. Don't these teenagers ever learn? Don't you ever learn? Stories you and movies.
1: F- you fuck. You face the bandage man.
0: He started pounding on the car before they pulled out. (laughs) I
1: didn't do that on purpose either.
0: I know I said I'd never pull out, but this is an exception. They pulled out. They floated down the freeway. But the bandage man hanged onto the truck for miles until disappearing. (laughs) Just hanging onto the back of the truck. Then he just disappears. I told you you can't escape me. The bandage man wins again bandage man needs more band-aids. <laughs> Off to the CBS. <laughs> Many people have claimed to see the man lunge out at their car or attack as if they a sad part. It is said that the bandage man may be the ghost of a jogger who died somewhere nearby, most likely in a nasty car wreck.
1: I love the concept of the bandage man just jumping out of your car. <laughs> a bandage man! <laughs> Alright. Well, that takes us to our next one, which is kind of sad actually this one's kind of sad this one is the star story of charlie no
0: face from Pittsburgh, oh, pennsylvania him. see that's not really an urban myth though. So. i mean there is some urban legend surrounding him but he is a real man it's
1: the urban legend that came off of people seeing him so Charlie No Face was an urban legend that comes from the nighttime walks of an unfortunately disfigured man named Raymond Robinson. After a horrible accident, he suffered as a child, which gave him the appearance of having no face. He discovered he couldn't go out in public during the day without stirring a panic, so he'd go on nighttime walks. This, unfortunately, started rumors which turned into legend, the legend of Charlie No Face, was touted as a faceless serial killer who would stalk his prey at night. That one's just depressing, kind of. Because it's just this man trying to live his life. Yeah, because
0: of a horrible accident he was in.
1: And people just looking out their windows, whatever, seeing him, and then just like, oh, that must be some kind of fucking serial killer monster. Yeah. Which, at my base level, I can kind of understand. Like, if you're just sitting in your house at night and you look out your window... And there's a dude with no face walking around. You're gonna get freaked out. Oh, yeah. But it's still really sad. This dude's just trying to get out and get some fucking fresh air, because he had to stay in his house all day. Yeah. Because he couldn't do anything.
0: No, there people freaking impossibly hitting him. And...
1: Oh, God, yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. And it got turned into a serial killer story somehow. Well, where's that? That was pretty depressing. What do you have
0: for us now, Gabe? I have... Bohags from South Carolina. Oh, bohags. Bohags are now more commonly associated with sleep paralysis. Oh, so what I have. Oh, this is going to be fun for me. Yeah. You can give us a little insight on that. They're said to be creatures similar to vampires of old myths. These skinless monsters will take the skin of their victims and wear it as clothes as they stalk their new target. Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once the victim is acquired, they find their way into the home at night through a small hole or crack and position themselves on top of the sleeping victims. Unlike the vampire, they feed on the breath of the victim. The hag will leave you alive and use again, to use again and again. But if you wake and struggle with the creature, it will remove your skin and leave you to a slow and painful death. Yeah, something about it, right. Yeah, see, paralysis isn't fun.
1: I wouldn't think so. I've never had it, and I could only imagine.
0: It is a scary thing to go through. Not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> what? No, no way. Waking up and being able to move and not and seeing shit that can't be
0: scary. Thing is, I never actually saw anything because my eyes would close on oh, their own. That's good. So like, I try to keep them open, but they would just shut on their own. Not sure if it feels like like they just. I had them up, but then they just get so heavy that I couldn't keep them open. That's probably a
1: good thing, honestly. You don't see the fucking creatures in the fucking corners. Oh, imagine I would
0: have seen some scary ass shit. Probably, dude. I thought
1: that was kind of interesting. I don't know anything about, like, the fucking <laughs> taking your skin. So if you wake up and you, like, start struggling, they just fucking skin you and leave you there to fucking die.
0: Yeah. That is very, um, that is also very, very scary scary thing to go through
1: that's terrifying i couldn't imagine yeah
0: i don't know if any of you have had sleep paralysis those of you that have know what i'm talking about those of you that haven't closest thing i could uh, describe it to is imagine waking up in a coffin that's very little air and you're just really tight and crampy so you can't you, can, you can't move at all because of how tight it is in there and you're Breathing is really sh- shallow because it's very, it's like you can't breathe. It's like there's something you're either being restricted or something heavy on you that makes it really hard to breathe. So you can't get a full glass of air. God, that's scary. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, that's Boo Hags. Boo Hags. Now we're going to go into another skinless one. There's a lot of skinning in this episode. <laughs> this one is called Skinned Tom while in Tennessee. So the story goes: a young man named Tom was having a regular affair with a married woman named Eleanor. Oh no! Oh no! The husband eventually discovered the affair and was driven insane with jealousy and vowed to get revenge. As is common with most of these stories, Tom and Eleanor were at a lover's lane. People really did not like lovers' lanes and tom's door was ripped open revealing eleanor's husband staring tom down holding a large knife with an evil grin on his face damn how strong was a
0: husband just rip a door off his hinges just fucking rip that bitch open that, that door had a weak
1: frame the husband dragged tom off into the woods to later emerge alone and covered in blood Authorities would later discover Tom's skin hanging from the forest branches, but couldn't find Tom. It said, Tom lurks around still in lovers' lanes to catch a cheating couple nice. and teach him a lesson. Nice. Which is entirely impossible, because if you were skinned, you would not last a fucking day. Especially outside.
0: I mean, it depends. You're gonna get infections.
1: Yeah. You're gonna get hella infections. Yeah. There's a good if chance you'll live,
0: but... He'd be in serious pain and serious infections.
1: I've, the infections would take over eventually, though.
0: Like, yeah. You wouldn't
1: last. Not unless you had medical attention. Yeah. In which someone would see you. But if no one's
0: ever seen him. Yeah, you're definitely... Um...
1: He's going to be writhing on the ground, and then he's going to die. And if you don't have skin, you don't have eyelids. Right? Because I don't think there's really any muscles in your eyelids, is there? When you get skinned, the eyelids come with. Yeah. So your eyes are gonna dry out.
0: You're gonna go insane.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're just trying to fucking make out, and skinless Tom is
0: just like, Somebody help me! I can't blink! (laughs) Give me your eyelids. I need your eyelids! That'd be an interesting horror story. My turn. Coming from all the way from Texas. All the way from Texas? That candle lady... Of Terrell, Texas.
1: The Candy Lady. Not oh, the to be candy, confused candle.
0: Like, <laughs> The Candle Lady. That sounds more terrifying than The Candy Lady. Candy Lady just makes me
1: think of a crappy reboot of The Candy Man. Yeah.
0: In the town of Terrell, Texas, lived a woman named Claire Kane. Claire had a husband named Leonard and a daughter named Marcella. Leonard was a, form, was a farmer and on one unfortunate day... The daughter died of an accident out in the field when she was five. Oh. She probably ran under like the
1: tractor oh. or something. <laughs>
0: Why? <laughs> I'm just thinking of something like that happening
1: happen. Except this wasn't the wind, this was drunk Leonard.
0: <laughs> oh, that oh, was wow. kind of
1: bumpy. Oh, well. And I want to see my daughter.
0: Fuck you. <laughs> Claire blamed her husband for the death and two years later planned to take her revenge. She laid some caramel with poison Leonard's favorite candy, which took his life. A neighbor later checked on Claire and, after noticing her odd state, called the police. Claire was aggressive towards the officers and was arrested. She was admitted to, to the Terrell State Hospital. According to local lore, children began to go missing near the cane property in 1903. All the other children found candy wrappers on the win- window signed by the candy lady. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I think the first part might actually be real. Yeah, and then the second part, much like No Face Charlie, or Charlie No Face, is just extrapolation of uh, a woman killing her husband with candy.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, could be, it may also be that there was like a. Kids have gone missing, and maybe they did find something in the house one time. Maybe. Could have been, like, a drifter or a serial killer, something like that. There's a lot of those. There's <laughs> a st- statistic again, like, there's 50-something serial killers at a given year or something.
1: I gotta look that up, because depending on when that statistic was made, there's definitely not many serial killers at all anymore. And that would actually be an interesting episode to do, just kind of like the theory behind why there were so many serial killers, not only just in the past, but in the seventies. Yeah. Back on topic. (laughs) Let's talk about the White Things from West Virginia. The White Things, also known as Sheep Squatch. Sheep Squatch. (laughs) Sheep Squatch. Or devil dog or white devils are large canine, feline, or humanoid creatures, all with long, shaggy white hair and long fangs. Fangs. Mm. Emphasis on the G. On the G. (laughs) That stalk the woods of West Virginia. Their cries can be heard throughout the forest. They're said to attack anyone who comes in their path viciously, tearing at the neck. They're also said to be omens of death. No one knows for certain what they are. Spirits, cryptids, or anything in between. But given their reputation, I doubt many people are looking for them.
0: What are they called again?
1: The White Things. Very descriptive name. I'm assuming that's why they got Sheep
0: Squatch.
1: <laughs> My turn.
0: Sheep's turn. The Plate River Ship of Wyoming. Ooh. The plate river ship is a ghost ship said to emerge out of a thick rolling fog. Those who've seen it up close claim the sails and crew are frost covered. The crew are all hudd- huddled around the corpse. And as the witness gets closer, the crew move away, revealing the corpse to be that of someone the witness knows. And that person would die by the end of the day. also uh, so like a bad omen. Oh, that's a very bad omen. Very bad omen indeed. The first alleged sighting was made in 1862 by a trapper named Leon Weber. Weber saw his fiancée on the ship, and she died that same day. Ah, that seems kind of coincidental.
1: It wasn't me. I didn't kill her. I saw a ship, and she was on the ship, and she was dead. I swear I didn't kill her.
0: Yeah, they're going to fly. <laughs> every sighting of that ship is in the fall, and in every case, the person seen on the ship dies. All right. It's a Interesting
1: bad, bad omen.
0: So like other ghost ships, but a lot worse. Because people tend to die.
1: Oh yeah. So my last urban legend is the Kushtaka.
0: Ooh, from cool.
1: Alaska. This is a bit of an Inuit uh urban legend. Okay. Kushtaka are shapeshifters capable of assuming human form, in the form of an otter and other forms, possibly, in some legends. And they specify that in some legends, they're able to take the form of many kinds of otter, but in some, only one. Legends of the Kushtaka differ between tellings. In some tellings, they're friendly and helpful, but in most others, they're cruel. It's said that the Kushtaka can imitate the sounds of a baby crying, or women screaming out at sea in order to lure sailors to try and help them. And once in their grasp, they pull them into the water to either tear them limb from limb or turn them into another kushtaka. kushtaka can be warded off through copper, dogs, fire, or urine.
0: I'm sorry, what? Just piss in? on it. Piss on it. It's get, on it. get away from
1: me! Oh, God. I think anyone can get watered away with urine.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, that's very interesting.
1: Yeah, not too much on that one, but that was the seemingly one of the most popular ones from Alaska. Oh, yeah. That's still cool. They look like they look like Sasquatch otters. Oh. <laughs> ah. huh. Yeah, probably they look like man otters. All right. That is the last one we have for you today for part two of North American Urban Legends. That was a, it was a fun one, a slightly short one. Yeah. As we said last episode, we had to push some of our Big Ever episodes back a little bit. Thank you all for listening.
0: Thank you, thank you.
1: I know this was a short one and not too deep, but... Yeah. We'll be doing some more deep dives later, don't you fucking worry.
0: Uh, we got some more stuff planned out. What we we all... got
1: planned out again. Oh man, we have a lot. Uh, just to give you a little hint, we got Richard Chase. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do an episode all about vampires. Yeah. I have at least one alien episode. Ooh. Um. What do we got? What do we got? Creepy pasta. There's gonna be another creepy pasta. And Creepypasta,
0: an creepy pasta, not a crappy pasta.
1: We'll have both. We got a yeah. we got a crappy and a creepy. Hopefully a creepy. Um, and then of course, much much later down the line, we're going to be doing a very deep dive into the Black Dahlia murder. Oh yeah, the second
0: half special occasion.
1: Oh yeah, that uh, we gotta do a lot of work on that. I want that one to be mwah, Chef's Kiss, which sounds really bad to say after how horribly that woman died.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Actually. <laughs>
1: Oh, scratch that from the records. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening.
0: Thank all a- again. Of you. I'm joking. There's more of you. Thank you all.
1: Yeah, it's actually been it's actually been pretty good. You guys have really been listening lately. It's been pretty fun. Oh yeah. It's, especially for a
0: small show like us.
1: I know a small DIY show with two nobodies, no one's ever heard of before.
0: I'm sure we know some of these people. Watch, we actually do know some of these people. Like, oh crap.
1: I haven't heard anyone who knows me that say anything yet, so no one who knows me has listened yet at least. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and email us if you have anything, any stories or anything like that. We've got a website, we got Patreon, I'll put all that in the show notes. Make sure to rate and review us wherever you listen. Five stars only. I cannot
0: stress that enough. Well oh, you get a shitty cake. You're wow. gonna get a shitty cake. Or I'll bake you a shitty pie. Yeah. If
1: you do not give us five stars, you are going to have to eat it.
0: And it's going to be a very, very dry shitty pie, my dad.
1: <laughs> There's got to be any filling. It's just going to be crust.
0: Just crust? Just crust
1: and crust inside the
0: crust. It's going to be very dry bro Very dry sauce. I, mean, that's
1: I, I need some milk. It's going to feel like milk someone <laughs> else
0: uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you. <laughs> Hail Satan. A big...
1: Go fuck yourself.